You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, December 19th. I'm Donald Ware, the hump day edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We're now three days away from the Celebration Bowl, the game that's going to determine the HBCU National Champion, North Carolina A&T and Alcorn State meeting for the second straight year for A&T, its fourth appearance in five years. Meanwhile, for Alcorn State, its third appearance in five years. And the last couple of days on Monday, we took a look at Alcorn State. Yesterday during the podcast, we took a look at North Carolina A&T. Let's start to look at some of the matchups for this football game. Let's start with Alcorn State's offense, which uh, is centered obviously around the quarterback, Felix Harper. First team, uh, all SWAC, was SWAC Offensive Player of the Year, uh, box to row, all American. Um, the guy can throw the football, uh, completing uh, well in excess of 60% of his passes, 29 touchdowns to five interceptions on the season. I think one of the things maybe a little bit more underrated about him he's a thrower and a passer first but that doesn't mean he can't uh, also run occasionally uh, with the football four rushing touchdowns on the season for Felix Harper Uh, so this is a guy that uh, definitely can get it done um, obviously with his arms uh, and with his legs um, as well and then uh, you couple that with a solid running game. I mean, Deshaun Waller hasn't necessarily put up the numbers um, that were expected, but you have uh, Nico Duffy uh, that's been getting it done for Alcorn State so far this season. So when you look at the Braves, uh, it's not just a a one-back kind of situation. Plus, you know, I look at it from this perspective, especially as it relates um, to uh, Deshaun Waller. Deshaun Waller, went absolutely wild on North Carolina A&T last year. So my point is in the Celebration Bowl, so my point is he's a guy that's got some experience. So um, you certainly have to respect that. Um, But again, when I look at Deshaun Waller, 517 yards rushing, averaging four yards per carry so far on the season. But you look at Nico Duffy, 5.2 yards per carry with six touchdowns. But it's a solid running game with a solid offensive line I think uh, where uh, Alcorn State um, excels you can look at I mean Chris Blair's got some experience I mean this is a young man averaging um, in excess of 21 yards per reception you look at LaCharles Pringle a young man that's averaging uh, in excess of 18 yards per reception so this you know you got two receivers um, some big receivers um, at that that can definitely get it done for Alcorn State, it's a very solid offense, a very, very solid offense. Let's contrast that to the North Carolina A&T defense. And I had a chance uh, to go on uh, on um, to talk with Charles Edmund, who's the play-by-play voice uh, for Alcorn State 
football. Alcorn State Athletics, as a matter of fact, has been doing it 28 years. And, uh, you know, he had me on his show. We talked a little bit about all I talked with him about A&T. And the one thing, you know, he asked me about the defense. The one thing about the defense, if you look at A&T from a defensive perspective, um, it's a defense that didn't have any first team all me at guys yet. It's the best defense uh, statistically in all of FCS. You look at uh, what A&T is able to do against the run. Teams are averaging something like 79 yards rushing per game. But if you remember last year, A&T was great against the run, but Alcorn State in Noah Johnson and Deshaun Waller got off on A&T in the running game. Uh, but you look at the Aggies up front, the defensive line um, in the middle. You look at a guy um, like a Justin Cates who plays the middle. You look at the outside guys, Devin Harrell. You also look at Jermaine McDaniel. Um, I think collectively they have something like 13 sacks uh, on the season. So you look at that A&T and it begins with the defensive line uh, up front. I think, you know, in the defensive secondary, it's solid led by Mac McCain coming off injury from last year and has had a solid season um, you, you know you look at Mac McCain that first year he had like six interceptions three of them were pick sixes in his rookie year he gets injured last year he's coming back um, this year so he, he's got his feet pretty much under him and of course this four weeks off definitely helps as well um, but you know he's a guy that has made some plays as a matter of fact made a big play in the Celebration Bowl, going back a couple of years ago against Grambling in the red in the in the uh, end zone, as a matter of fact, to stop a Grambling drive, a critical point in that football game, one in which A and T won that game, twenty-one to fourteen. The linebackers extremely solid. Now, one of the big issues for A and T is going to be the fact. Um, that there's 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 uh, a, a, a big time player um, is going to be missing uh, for North Carolina A and T this weekend. I think you know w- when you when you look at um, you know when when you look at A and T and 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 uh, you know especially from a health uh, perspective, I think the Aggies are relatively healthy um, coming into this football game. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, when I say relatively healthy, I mean as a whole. Um, A&T is healthy but when you don't have a, a guy like an Antoine Wilder who is a hybrid type of player linebacker slash safety defensive back I mean that is absolutely huge he's 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 nasty on the football field um, you know when Antoine Wilder is on the football field and I you know if my memory serves me correctly had a couple of big hits um, against Alcorn State on last year so when you know when number nine's not on the field um, that's a bit of an issue but next man up as Sam Washington says but I think with A&T you're hard pressed to to replace the nastiness the intensity that an Antoine Wilder brings to the table so when you look at it, I mean, you're looking at a very good offense for Alcorn State. You're looking at, an, I think, an exceptional defense for North Carolina A&T. The question is, um, uh, because the other thing is, I say exceptional, but the one chink in the armor, I think, for A&T defensively is the pass defense. The pass defense has been an issue for A&T because A&T is going to stop the run. So the Aggies have been susceptible to the pass. I will say um, this year, I think overall, 
The pass defense has been solid and has been solid, especially in the last two ball games. wins over Bethune-Cookman and North Carolina Central for uh, A&T. So an exceptional A&T defense, a very good Alcorn State offense. We'll see uh, what happens there. But again, as good as A&T is against the run, uh, Alcorn State ran for 300, if not 300, uh, more than 300 yards last year in this football game. Let's look, let's flip-flop things. Let's look at the A&T offense. Um, it, when you talk about the offense, it starts with Jamaine Martin, uh, the All-American, Boxtero All-American running back, um, has had a phenomenal season, leads all of FCS in yards per carry at 7.9 yards per carry, 21 touchdowns on the season. Uh, he's Cohen Ness, and what I mean by that is uh, he does some things that we saw Tariq Cohen do um, going back some uh, three or four years ago. And remember, Tariq Cohen um, had a monster game, three long touchdowns, 297 yards rushing against Alcorn State. That was back in 2015. But my point is that Jamaine Martin is Cohen-ness. He, he doesn't have the Tariq Cohen speed. Nobody does, quite frankly. Uh, but he has tremendous speed. When he, once he gets to that second and third level, you're not going to catch him. Plus, he has power. He'll, gonna, he'll run right through you or right over you um, as well. So, Alcorn State's going to have to contend with that, going to have to contend with a really good offensive line for North Carolina A&T. Marcus Pettiford, a box-to-row All-American at left tackle, I'm going to have to contend with that um, as well. You have a solid quarterback in Khalil Carter who's coming back home, played in the Celebration Bowl going back to 2015, been in the program five years, uh, 16 touchdowns to three interceptions, extremely efficient, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, um, extremely efficient in running the offense. You look at North Carolina A&T, we talked about um, the wide receiver core in Elijah Bell um, and uh, uh, Zachary Leslie, uh, to name a few as well. So eight, uh, so uh, uh, Alcorn State has to match up with that. Um, you look at Alcorn State defensively, um, extremely, extremely solid defensively. You look at uh, Muhammad and what he's been able to uh, accomplish on the season. A box-to-row All-American uh, as well has been absolutely tremendous. Has Solomon Muhammad, nine-and-a-half tackles um, for loss on the season. He's got 81 tackles, 58 of those by himself. So that, you know, certainly uh, speaks volumes. You look at um, uh, uh, Alcorn State in the secondary, uh, led by Quinterio Cole, another box-to-row uh, All-American, a guy um, that uh, also makes a lot of tackles, can make a lot of plays as well, is a ball hawk, has five interceptions on the season. This is a you know an Alcorn State team that that is is hungry for the football, that can force turnovers, that has a lot of interceptions collectively um, as a team. So that's something that. Definitely A&T certainly has to contend with in the passing game. Um, Khalil Carter has been efficient, um, but, you know, you look at the game, uh, uh, you look at some games this year, the game against Morgan State had a couple of interceptions in that game. So Alcorn State definitely going to want to capitalize uh, on that. But I think the, this is a, a very good offense versus a very good defense um, when you're talking about A&T on offense and Alcorn State on defense. So th those are some of the looks when you look at both teams on either side of the football. I think 
Um, if you're all corn state, you're going against the A&T offense. Um, I think the number one thing you want to do is stop the run. You want to stop Jamaine Martin. He's gotten, you know, he's been unbelievable this year. The offense, uh, where he goes is how the offense generally plays. He's had multiple games this year where he's rushed for three touchdowns or more. So if you're Alcorn State, you want to stop the A&T rushing attack. Uh, conversely, uh, Alcorn State's offense, if you're uh, A&T, um, you got to find a way to stop Felix Harper. Um, I think, again, Alcorn State has the ability to run the football. I don't think there's any question about that. But where the bread has been buttered for Alcorn State this year is through the air. So you're going to want to stop Felix Harper. You're going to want to put some pressure on him. And then you got to press those, you know, those, oh, those wide receivers, you know, Pringle and Blair. You know, in the big wide receivers that Alcorn State has, so you're going to have to, you know, press those guys and get right up on them. And I think A&T has, you know, a pretty solid defensive backfield, once again, led by Mac McCain. So th that's a look at some of the offense, um, the offense for both, the defense for both teams. It, maybe it could come down to special teams where, you know, A&T, uh, at least from a field goal kicking perspective, has you know, a, a real advantage in Noel Ruiz has made 21 of 25 field goals, including a 52-yarder. This year, he's been absolutely big, consistent. Sam Washington said, you know, this week in practice, he's making them from 57 yards. So, you know, I mean, again, uh, 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 just going to be a really, really good football game. We're three days away from that football game now, and I cannot wait to be in Atlanta for that football game. So that's a look. At the matchups, defensively, offensively, between North Carolina A&T and Alcorn State. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where you can listen online at BoxToRow.com, also at iHeartMedia.com, and where you can download the podcast at iHeart.com, uh, iHeartMedia.com as well as BoxToRow.com. Don't keep the HBCU Football Daily Podcast a secret. Tell someone about the podcast and invite them, encourage them to support, listen, download the podcast, BoxToRow.com and iHeartMedia.com. Talk with you tomorrow.